Your Martial Arts Movie Podcast. Ha ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai Boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And Drunken Karate Master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. We're continuing Yunbyo month, right? We're continuing Yunbyo month, right? That's that's yeah, how we're starting this episode. Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, we're we're talking about a movie that um, is the original source for Donnie Yen's Iceman. Yeah, you know you know that masterpiece, right? That everyone talks about. Oh man! So the only reason I I know of the reputation of Donnie Yen's Iceman is because whenever we go to the New York Asian Film Festival, they give out DVDs and no one wants Iceman. <laughs> no one wants Donnie Yen's Iceman. And I think I asked you, I was like, oh, did you see that movie? And you're like, oh god, it's fucking awful. It's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't get it. So, we're talking about The Iceman Cometh today. Uh, I, I actually did not know that for the longest time that this is the original source material for uh, Iceman, like Iceman with Donnie Yen is a remake, a remake of, this of one, that, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's not, it's no? not, I, I watched the original, uh, well, I watched the Donnie Yen version like a while ago, actually probably closer to when it first uh, premiered. I don't like, yeah, sure. Like the basic premise is there. It's well, maybe that's Yen. just all it is. They just took the premise yeah. and, but that, that you could say that about anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, I actually think that this movie has more similarities to another movie which I will, we can get to when we talk about the plot. But um, yeah, like the, in terms of like the actual story, it's not like the, the, the Donnie Yen version at all. The Donnie Yen version is a lot more about, um, it's like about betrayal. Uh, like Donnie Yen comes into like modern times and like, there's like two people who like thought that, you know, that Donnie Yen betrayed them. So it becomes like an all out war. It's not really like this movie. This movie's like a lot more straightforward. It's just Donnie Yen. Uh, it's, it's just Yun Biu versus Yun Wah. A lot of yep. Yuns in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, like, uh, Iceman Cometh. Generally speaking, Zero, what did you think of the movie? Oh, just generally speaking? Just um, generally speaking. Yeah. So uh, I watched this movie and I was a little bit on the fence because. There's only two large fights at the very beginning and the very end. So I was wondering, hmm, I mean, I would like to talk about this film because, um, uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, when I think of Yoon Byu, uh, I think of him as like this kind of sidekick to Jackie and Samo. Sure. I never felt he had a personality in those films that he's in with them. He's just very acrobatic, very, very skilled martial artist. So mm-hmm. when we watched Knockabout, I was very happy that, you know, he had a character. He was portraying a character and it seemed like he could act. Yeah. And after seeing this movie, I thought, wow, like, this is this is great, too. He's also a character and he's also showing a, a range of emotion. And you yeah. can see he's very much acting. So I, I, I was thinking, OK, yeah, I think we could talk about this. Maybe on the action side, it might be a little light, but you and I could... You know, we could drone on and on about actions, which, <laughs> sure, is, sure. which is what we'll do in the Patreon section. But uh, 
when it comes to the action, I was I wasn't sure if it would be enough. So I said, "Oh, maybe you should just take a watch. Let me know." Yeah, well, yeah, no, I I'm glad I gave this a watch, and I mean, they got, like I've heard, like once I like did my research and I found out, like you know, I was like, okay, this would definitely be a good candidate for a movie. Like I I watched a fight scene, didn't know that there was it was just that was my deciding factor. I was like, okay, we, this should definitely be like something we can cover, but I didn't know that that was only that was like the one of the few fight scenes in the movie <laughs> so i gave the movie a watch afterwards um and yeah i think that generally the movie is just it's pretty entertaining yeah it's yeah. slow it's long yeah but it's entertaining this, throughout. this is a two hour two hour sit through i think uh-huh. i told you after i watch it i wish they could have cut 30 minutes from it because yeah it does it does start to sag in the middle <laughs> yeah. and then and then on the rewatch the beginning i'm just like okay i think we gotta cut some of this stuff out they they we're we're dealing with characters who are just it feels like they're padding yeah uh, almost yeah. so mm-hmm. um but maybe well, we should elaborate on the plot a little right well i have a very easy way of describing the plot have you seen demolition man it's Demolition oh, Man. Oh, <laughs> Demolition Man. I thought you were going to say Highlander. Um, maybe. Ka- I mean, ka- a little, a kinda, little bit. Kind of a little bit of that. No, but it's it's quite literally just like Demolition Man. Yeah. yeah no, no, so I think many about ways. It. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, Yunbyo and Yuwa, they are in the Ming Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, Yunbyo rapes and kills the princess. Uh, Yunbyo is sent to... Oh, I should to... not laugh at that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sent to uh, you know to kill him. They fight and they end up falling off a snowy cliff and being frozen and woken up in modern day Hong Kong. It's basically these men are displaced in time, and it's them acclimating to their new surroundings. And Maggie Chung is pretty much guiding Yun Bio through the mod, you know, quote unquote modern world technically 80s at this point yeah well yeah we're talking throwback um yeah maggie chung's character is a she refers to herself as a model throughout the movie but she in actuality she is an escort or very inappropriately in the title just a whore (laughs) or a a, a in, in chinese um and yeah she's she's kind of stringing yunbyu along because she needs a you know a strong arm you know to protect her as she like she doesn't actually want to do those acts she just wants to like rip con men out of their money um so you would think that there'd be a lot of opportunity for fighting throughout the movie and there really isn't so much it's not unless it's yunbyu versus yunwa which only happens a handful throughout throughout the throughout the runtime yeah, once once they get frozen, <clears throat> Yunwa kind of disappears from the movie, and for a while, it, yeah, yeah, for a while, and it's just Yunbyo mm-hmm. trying to figure out his his new surroundings and understand modern technology. Like a, yeah. everything is a, run on electricity, <laughs> and that's that's kind of the the charming stuff and the interesting stuff because yeah it's such an easy story but i i feel that it it works like that's a that's a template that works you have a man displaced from time Mm -hmm. and we're kind of laughing at him because he doesn't know how to how a toilet works he doesn't know how what television is and 
I think the strength is Yoon Byu as an actor. He he plays that hero with a heart of gold, like to a T, like so mm-hmm. so perfectly. And yep. Maggie Chung is just so conniving, and but also kind of funny and sweet. But but she's taking mm-hmm. advantage of him though. Yeah, I think the sweet uh, factor definitely comes into play like later in the movie. Later, it's yeah. like a redemption arc for her. It's like she's been playing him this whole time. So like once she realizes that he's you know he is as uh, genuine and he is you know he's not just an idiot. Uh, you know, uh, she does redeem itself uh, herself, but it, it plays off these like '80s tropes that like nowadays might seem a little bit dated it just seems like it's clearly a toxic kind of relationship like Mm -hmm. he loves her for or like he's into her for very very bizarre reasons like like but she's clearly taking advantage of him but for some unknown reason he likes her and it's like yeah it's just because of plot uh, like story convenience right right that's the only real reason why i i think yeah i think they shoe shoehorned in a little visual uh, notifier to, to try and make that connection because yeah. what happens like through, throughout the course of the movie, uh, you know, she's just basically making him her manservant and doing all these things. And in his free time, he does like these little things that he was used to from his past life. And you'll notice that he's drawing this woman and then it flashes back to the Ming dynasty and you realize, Oh, there is a woman who looks just like Maggie Chung? It's obviously her. Is is that what that was? I, yeah, I actually didn't yeah. draw that connection. I, I thought I, he just was fantasizing about Maggie Chung uh, back in the old, no, back in the Ming Dynasty era. Not that like he, he actually knew someone back then. My my interpretation was he maybe was in love with a woman who coincidentally also looked like Maggie Chung. So oh, okay. maybe maybe that's what they were trying to say. There's no dialogue in that yeah. in that in that moment so it's left up to interpretation yeah yeah but overall very toxic very <laughs> like it, it it's just story convenience that's the only real, real reason why they're into one another still better story love story than twilight <laughs> <laughs> uh but the real the real charm of the movie because it, the movie does spend so much time at least like once you get he gets to modern times and he's acclimating to modern culture is actually seeing his evolution because initially and I, this is why i'm saying like i needed subtitles because my chinese is god awful sometimes um i'm my understanding of it of, oh, were of they chinese, speaking like, in like an older dialect well i mean the, the very beginning when they're you have in transports in modern times yet yeah, like they speak in the older, older oh like, i see mm-hmm. chinese and i i can barely understand them because you know i, I only speak casual chinese so um yeah, like you, you can definitely see his evolution of in dialogue as t- time goes on. Like when he arrives in modern time, like he obviously speaks in that more like old olden style of like speak, and like as time goes on, like he's just speaking very casually. You know, like he's just like he's just another person like living in the eighties. So like I, I like I like that evolution that he had. Like he's a complete fish out of water at first, and then it you actually even though the movie does have a pretty long runtime and it it drags on at times you do see his development over time it does feel rushed at moments where it's like oh one second he doesn't know how that you're not supposed to burn wood indoors to make dim sum and then next thing you know he's like drive he's 
you know, he he knows how ride a horse down the freeway. <laughs> you know? Well, I think the horse would come from his, you know, his not his past yeah, life, yeah, but but, like, his, but his former duties. I think maybe the better connection would be suddenly he's like listening to a Walkman. Like, oh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's even more. Um, we spent so much, so much time with Yun Biu throughout the movie, like seeing his development, but Yun Wa. I mean, it's no surprise. It literally is Demolition Man. If you've seen Demolition Man, it's basically... This is like the template for Demolition Man because this predates that movie. So, Sly, you you guys, uh, you, you're, you're, you're a hack. <laughs> you thief. <laughs> you thief, yeah. You, you idea thief. Um, but yeah, like, Yunwa gets reintroduced into the movie. Like, he has fully acclimated into modern society. He, like, he's... I like I, I, a part oh, of me kind of wishes that we spent time with him too, his character. I would so I I would say no, just because no. Yunwa's re-entrance back into the movie is fucking cool as shit. Suddenly, <laughs> it just cuts to a shot of him in these awesome eighty shades and these eight you know yeah. eighty fashion, and he's just walking in slow motion down the street, and I was like, oh yeah, Yunwa's in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like he, but he's he's just so good at everything, you know. Like, well, not well. He's so good at acclimating to uh, you know, modern society. It, well, it we ne- we like never, that. yeah, we never saw him do that. He's suddenly just a bad guy working yeah. with other bad men, yeah. and yeah. I'm I'm fine with making that jump <clears throat> in you know in in connection without seeing him actually wake up and not sure what to do like i think i think it's fine that he resorted to robbery because he was right. just a bad guy you know in the in the yeah. dynasty yeah well yeah yeah I, I guess i mean he you know so so one thing that they set up in the movie in the beginning for when yun Biu gets thought out is uh he says that he lost all of his powers and I don't really know what he means by what their movie was trying to say by that because uh, it didn't seem like they were doing super fantastical stuff before they time traveled, you know. And like yeah, like the, of course, like this is a Ming Dynasty era, you know, martial arts of like you know, like we're we're talking like uh, timepiece. I mean, but the martial arts still seems relatively grounded in the one fight that you have before then. Yeah, so, I like, mean, there move... there is a little bit of wire work because they are jumping a little, mm-hmm. you know, like higher than normal in some mm-hmm. instances. But yeah, uh, I was I guess I was surprised that once they get into the modern world, they they both technically have superpowers. Do they? I don't feel like they yeah. did. They just seem like really fantastic martial artists. That's all. No, no, no. So I don't know if you remember. So there's mm-hmm. a there's a point when Maggie Chung brings Yunbyo to her apartment. Mm-hmm. She uh, the handle on her oh, tea kettle breaks. Uh, he yeah. is able to hold it, and she right. tries to touch it, and she's like, "Oh, it's burning." She's like, "What? What's up with you?" Yeah, but I, no, I don't think that meant when they say superpowers, they mean that. Like I thought it was gonna be like. We go from wuxia style fighting to non wuxia, which I'm. I mean, again, uh, wuxia, uh, you know, wuxia movies are fine. The genre is fine, but um, I thought that like if there's ever gonna be like wuxia style like martial arts, it would take place in the olden days, you know, like uh, the period piece movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I mean, like in the, even when you know like they're still in the 1600s and like they're fighting before they time travel, like it's still relatively grounded. 
Not yeah. not always, but it's still relatively grounded. So I I didn't fully know what he meant when he said like he lost his powers. And then there's actually more plot holes I noticed as, as maybe not plot holes, but they're just uh, things that I didn't really understand. Maybe it's like a lapse in the subtitles. Like there's a point where Yunbu loses he he gets something happens to him and he's supposed to lose his powers, but towards the end of the movie he doesn't really lose his powers. Like he seems like he's still very capable, so I don't know what the hell they're on about in the, oh, the subtitles. Okay, um, <laughs> we can elaborate that. On yeah, that we, we can in, elaborate in on that. I, I, I think I have an answer for you for that. Okay, yeah, maybe maybe that's or maybe Yunbu is just that awesome. He tapped into his like second. <laughs> you know how cows have like two stump, like four stomachs. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like maybe he tapped into a second reserve of martial arts ability. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, but but they kind of do have superpowers because later, mm-hmm. uh, he gets shot in the hand and he does. Oh, that's right. He that's does right, have yeah. like a wound, but it's not mm-hmm. bleeding, and it, it's not like the bullet went through. So yeah, I, I guess like they didn't really, they didn't give us a level for his quote unquote powers. Mm-hmm. We yeah. at at one point we understand okay he's bulletproof. I mean not bulletproof, but he. Bolts don't don't kill him, but they do hurt him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're right. You're about right about that. It, it, actually, like you would have thought that like he throughout we would spend like the next ten minutes like just like trying to get him healed up and stuff, but no, that's not <laughs> obviously not what happens. Um, the movie needs to like keep moving past that point. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, action wise, like yeah, it's, it's 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 good. You know, like, there's not a lot of it, but, like, the, the real meat and potatoes of the movie is, like, this character development. Um, and you, like, and just spending time with Yoon Byu as he's like, gets acclimated to things. It actually is weirdly enjoyable uh, in, in like, a, a slight way. There are problems with the movie, but I, I really can't even elaborate on any of them unless we spoil the movie. Right. And actually have big problems with the way the movie ends <laughs> so i think sure, we can sure. definitely elaborate on that in the action slash patreon section and we can talk about those two fights but yeah for in terms of spoilers in terms of like going to depth into depth on the movie yeah you have to hear that in the uh, the patreon section so follow us on the patreon all the support we can get from you guys would be great um but yeah you have anything else to say before we get there uh, did you want to generalize the action anymore? Other than there's two fights, really, <laughs> two, two and a half fights. Uh, they're they I mean, generally speaking, it's Yun Yun Bu and Yun Wah. Like they're both super acrobatic. So I don't think that you know, like they. Uh, we we get we do actually get some like pretty good stunt work that, throughout the movie. I think that um, it's like especially towards the end the, the end of the film. Oh, we even though we, there is like two big fights in the movies on a. There are things that happen throughout the film, and there is a mini fight that happens at the two-thirds mark in the movie, and I thought that the movie was about to end at that point. Yeah, yeah, no, I I know what you mean, because that's where there's like a... Naturally, it felt like that was the final confrontation, Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You're talking about when they're fighting on the Jeep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, again, we won't spoil it any more than that. We'll mm-hmm. just say that, like, I, we, I thought that was the movie. Was, I, like, I reaching thought to the, an end. I thought the movie was gonna end there too. But when you think about it, though, mm-hmm. um, 
that was supposed to be the low point for the hero. So sure, if you sure. have if you follow the template for those things, you know, like the hero yeah. needs to have a downfall and then, you know, rise back up to the occasion to finally defeat the villain. So mm-hmm. when I when I rewatched it, I realized like, oh, okay, yeah, there's no way this movie can be done yet because he needs to, you know, be defeated first before triumphing triumphing in the end yeah 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 i i get it but yeah you know, like a part of me was actually hoping for that too because <laughs> i uh, hoping for it to kind of end because it just felt like a natural progression in that, story. yeah that's where the movie starts to lull because mm-hmm. we do you know we kind of do need to slow down because at that point he is defeated but yeah. then the pacing really slows and you're just like all right well where are we going now yeah 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 um yeah i mean yeah i can totally elaborate more on that that problem like in the spoiler section but uh in terms of the action generally speaking there is some like there is sword play throughout the film and all of it doesn't work for me like like all the the sword play stuff just doesn't work in general um whenever they get to the hand hand stuff i thought that it gets pretty good but um, there is like this recurring thing where they use like the the you know like these long broad swords that they carry with two hands, and it just looks really clunky. Well, I mean, you know, like it doesn't fighting seem... with broad swords really is clunky. You know that the, yeah, the, the yeah. Chinese the traditional Chinese sword it's thin, it's light. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. easily wave that with one hand. It'll look mm-hmm. visually more flowing on screen. As to yeah. where, when you're fighting with these giant, massive broadswords, you ha- you have to hold it with two hands. It looks weird when mm-hmm. somebody tries to wield it with one hand because you know, like, no, that's not that's not right. It, that's yeah. more heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I don't think that they're uh, either one of these two are, are, you know, they're at least from, from my knowledge, like it doesn't seem like they're very well trained or adversed in um in the broadsword or like making choreography look with good with it and it kind of shows with the core like the choreography and the cinematography because we get these super close-ups and like crazy edits um and it's not interesting at all um but yeah like that that definitely very evident in the first fight too so Uh but yeah yeah yeah, thank thankfully what happens is they Mm -hmm. drop all the sword play stuff for Mm -hmm. the final one-on-one yes. confrontation which is awesome because it's just you know it's no swords there's very minimal wire work and it's just mm-hmm. yunbyu yunwia and yunwa just beating the shit out of each other <laughs> as kicks, it should be yeah kicks to the face glass mm-hmm. everywhere and oh man great a great great final kill in this movie yeah yeah you think so oh yeah like I, again i like i would love to actually hear your your real take when we get to spoilers yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can allow elab- i can elaborate on it but yeah yeah i you i wonder where your your opinion and mine will differ because i actually have opinions on the, the way that that last fight ends mm-hmm. but um sure, sure. yeah let's get to the spoilers let's all right get yeah. to the spoilers. right all right so um Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. 
and that's and that's the Iceman comet. <laughs> what on earth? I think that ending's terrible. I, I liked it. It was <laughs> cute. I mean, it's it's he's getting molested. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> God, uh, we're already out of spoilers. So yeah, I think that ending's kind of bizarre, but um. I mean, yeah, you can, I guess you can see it as kind of nice, but uh, it, it doesn't. Okay, ultimately, it doesn't sour the whole viewing experience. I think that the movie is very enjoyable as a as a as a movie going watch. Um, yeah, Iceman cometh. Um, there's not a lot of action in it, but I think the movie is very entertaining. What it does right, it does right. It has issues. But I don't think that the movie is any worse because of it as a whole, right? Zero? Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. Uh, it, it's it's a little long. We we were mentioning these yeah. things. It, it I wish they could have trimmed the fat in certain places because when it when it yeah. does slow down, you you definitely definitely feel it. But yeah. the 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 chemistry with uh, Maggie Chung and Yoon Bio was surprise. Like I, I like how they worked off each other. Uh, you know, he's the yeah. simple noble hero and she's you know fast talking and you know kind of taking advantage of him or well literally is taking advantage of him but the dynamic changes and that's kind of what keeps keeps me going that's what got kept me so interested in the movie is these characters yeah yeah the characters especially you is like development as the movie goes on like i think that's definitely the strong suit in the movie i didn't think that a movie like this would handle writing that well because i thought like it would just be so solely focused on the action but i don't know actually the action not that it takes a back seat but like it's it's the action is secondary to the character development i didn't think that would be the case for a movie like this but yeah and again uh it's it's it doesn't always knock it out of the park like in terms of the character development like uh, well at least maggie chung's character she's like vile at times but somehow you still like her I mean, that, right? that's so, like, just a testament to her acting. She's she knows, yeah. you know, you like her. You know, she's a great actress. You you like her on screen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, that, that I think that's uh, good performances all through, like through and through. So, yeah, still think I, it's a recommend for me. Um, yeah. Uh, overall, like I said, action wise, it's okay. I think uh, it, it's clearly the final fight. Yeah, that that's Everyone, that's like, the one people refer to and i saw i saw clips of the final fight and i was like oh cool that that looks good i I wonder what the rest of the fights are going to be like and then i realized like oh there's (laughs) that was me there wasn't there really isn't anything else (laughs) yeah opening opening fight is yeah opening fight is just uh you know we 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 elaborate on it but not to our liking but the final fight is is is, is pretty good yeah, for sure, for sure. The rest of the movie, I say watch the whole movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, just because it's a good watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that's a uh, demolition. <laughs> you <want> go watch. <laughs> I guess my only, I guess my only disappointment is so there's a there's a moment when uh, Yoon Bio and Maggie Chung are on the phone, like she's in trouble because Yoon Wa is you know like potentially going to harm her, and she's like, oh, what does yeah. this guy look like? And he says, oh, he looks like George <laughs> Lamb. George Lamb, very famous Hong Kong singer, yep. performer at the time. Yeah, singer, yeah. And I was so sure because they're name dropping him, maybe that they would be a like a cameo or, or something. But 
No, no, no they just they just show a shot of a magazine centerfold of of George Lamb. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I love how like you drew that connection. It's like, oh, he looks like George Lamb. It must be Yunhuai. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> He's like, he must be still alive. It's like what? I think uh, I think enough people have mentioned in the past that Yunhuai looks like George Lamb. So like they're like, let's just write into this. Oh, I, I I didn't even why think not? so, but sure, why not? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Why not? Like, just put a mustache on him. There you go. Anyone with a mustache is George Lamb, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.